Good morning, America. Welcome to the Rebranding American Culture Podcast, the show where we take people who typically disagree with each other and allow them to fully rationalize their opinions in the public square and then hash out the details. My name is Corin, a conservative, and I have my co-host alongside with me, Prince, who is moderate slash unpolitical. We hope you guys enjoy the show today, and our today's episode is called Beyond Order, Adventure into Chaos. We are now available on Spotify on uh, Spotify. So if you guys would like to check it out while listening to your music, feel free to. We're also available on Anchor and YouTube. And all of our affiliate links will be in the description or in our Instagram. So I hope you guys enjoy the show today. We actually have a returning guest, someone who didn't have a solo episode, but they they came on with a group episode. But today they're coming in. They're going to be solo. No other guests with them today. And uh, if you would like to introduce himself, go ahead. Hey there, that's guys. You know, Welcome back. How's everybody doing? Uh, thank you for having me here. It's good to see you. How's everyone doing today? All right. Yeah. I love how we record these at night, but like I always say good morning. <laughs> Wouldn't they go out? I try to like put them out in the morning. Like, oh. like during the afternoon, so you know. But there's always going to be some, someone watching in like 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> like, good morning, what? <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like that. All right, so we're going to start out with a little bit of a news segment. <clears throat> going to broadcast these to the browser. So, uh, let's see what our first news story is as we're uh, taking a few stories for uh, what we've done throughout the week. This one is coming from the New York Eater. Eater Restaurant and bars account for 1.4% of COVID spread in New York. This data was released at the same time that Governor Andrew Cuomo announced a ban on indoor dining in New York City. Following multiple calls from the restaurant industry trade groups demanding more transparency with the state's COVID, with the SARS-2 contract tracing data, Governor Andrew Cuomo released a detailed breakdown during the press conference on Friday showing how SARS-2 is spreading throughout the state. And their findings were that 1.42% of SARS-2 cases recorded between September towards the end of the base, toward the end of November, accounted for 1.43 of SARS-2 cases, which really brings me to the question, what is the point of us banning outdoor dining? We see that indoor dining is a problem that we brought them outdoor. We've allowed for our restaurant owners who are business owners who provide much to their communities to, they have to shut down their indoor dining. They have to operate at half capacity. Now they have to do outdoor dining. So they have to build all of these different contraptions, all these different setups, which don't cost money. And they're already losing money due to the pandemic, as well as having a little bit of resources. So just to see the fact that it only accounts for 1.4% just makes you question, are we really, is this an overreaction? Is this overreach of power? Or should we redress? Like, how do we like feel about outdoor dining because as we can see it's 1.4 percent so not even two percent of our cases are coming from outdoor dining oh real quick i just want to say i think my mic muted for a second there i'm, I'm not sure what exactly happened but like went over to a different screen uh, uh, it, should, it should be fine as long as uh the uh it was they were all unmuted during the intro mm-hmm. it oh, should okay. be fine yeah Oh, okay. Um, I don't know. I think at this point, it's like desperation. It's like we're so bent on trying to stop 
any cases at all that it's like if there's even remember remember in um <clears throat> Batman v Superman when Batman was like if there's even no one percent chance that he could be he could turn hostile we have to take it with absolute certainty. Did y'all watch Batman v Superman? Yeah, I did. I did. Yeah, you remember that that one there? He was talking to somebody. Yeah, I think it's essentially just wow. that. Oh yeah, 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 I thought so. I couldn't place it, but it's just like they want to cut it out as much as possible. And desperation has grown to such an extent that they can only do so much. They feel like, although I don't know why, um, the open restaurants would be closed yet theaters would be open. So I mean, uh, it's a little yeah. tough. It doesn't make sense really. Like drive through should be or drive in should be open, but the actual theater should be closed and open dining should be open. Yeah, I would I would agree with you, but there's have been like several cases of New York legislators, I believe even Andrew Cuomo himself, who were dining indoors in the restaurants, spending thousands upon thousands of dollars with several people while unmasked. So the idea that <laughs> It's just desperation rather than just an overreach of power. I just can't agree with you. I see. Oh, yeah. It's just, I believe it's the corporate class believing that you can give rules to everyone else, but not not themselves. Well, I mean, I still feel like, I mean, it is an overreach in that sense, just like hypocritical, but I still feel like you know, indoor dining should be closed, open. Sh- but well, it's I'm, not, like, I'm not saying indoor, but uh, yeah, I know. I'm saying yeah, I, I thought about it, but um, <clears throat> what I was gonna say was, uh, I feel like there's a difference between like a small group of people that you genuinely do trust versus like it was like 18 people who were from his household. Never mind, you lost me. <laughs> you got me there. I was gonna sit this one out. No, nah, you won me over. Uh, what about you, friends? I don't have anything to say about this. It's just like this is like a, it's a common sense thing. Um, every, I don't know if the restrictions even matter because if you restrict people from dining inside a place, however number, whatever number, like let's say 20, uh, let's say 15, 15, 20, you restrict them from eating inside a place, well, they'll go to somebody's house and do what they want to do. It doesn't really matter in the end. So, even with the restrictions, case this cases still go up. Um, without them, they go up. Just people making their decisions. Yeah, it's interesting because when you look at the uh, places with the highest amount of cases, they typically have the strongest amount of rules and lockdown contingencies. So you got to wonder why is it that places like California and New York have these soaring cases and Michigan as well, which we are residents of, but places like Texas and Florida, which are more are more open with less restrictions, don't have those same case numbers spiking. I mean, there's Texas. Do you expect anything else? <laughs> Jesus Christ. And better news for our second story of the day, Congress finally decides to open up and get another stimulus package, releasing up to a minimum of $900 million. Despite the feeling that, um, not despite, but um, and it's quite interesting seeing that uh, the people who claim that to be the ones in arbiters for helping out the misfortunate 
were ones who were able to deny the COVID packaging. You have her from the House Speaker, the Democratic House Speaker, Nancy Pelosi from California, who, upon asking, do you believe that, and do you believe that restricting and not communicating with House Republicans who have released this stimulus package, do you believe that was a mistake? And um, her direct quote was, I'm going to tell you something, don't characterize what we did before as a mistake. That was not a mistake. And I think that's just a general, just like for the people who claim to be so worried about the misfortunate and the downtrodden, for you to play politics this heavily, especially when um, uh, President Trump were, was like eventually quit on trying to the point where President Trump formally quit on trying to make a, a second stimulus package. For you to now all of a sudden come out and do it after the election, I think that's a big question on should we really be trusting you as someone who claims to want the best for people? Um, Just an overwhelming, and then not not only but not Nancy Pelosi, but also caught getting like her hair did at a salon, even though she shut those down a couple months ago. So you're just seeing all this hypocrisy from people who are doing these strict lockdowns, rules and restrictions, but we're not seeing any accountability for themselves. Uh, real quick, do you know why Nancy um, like, was against it to begin with? Because, I mean, she's doubling down. I feel like the reason for why like, she didn't come it, it wasn't a mistake to like hold back on sending out a second one. Not that it, it was Yeah, no, I'm saying. What's there a reason why she held back on it? Because um, when like the idea is like a second package came forward, like uh, what I remember, there were a lot of Democratic senators trying to like put money into like places that, to, like a lot of different places, like the postal office, and sending like bailout money to like cities who had like had a lot of riots, but like refused to allow like the National Guard to come settle like all the antics, and just a whole wanted to give money to a whole bunch of different places rather than to just sending money directly to the residents. And so there was like a big political battle between a lot of far left. I believe they also wanted to do some money towards like a climate change initiative or something weird like that. And like, they were like trying to like give money to these places that really shouldn't be getting money and not just give the money and like push the package forward to the citizens. That's fair. Um... I don't know. I don't really have too much to add here because I feel like um, Nancy was likely had a goal that she was trying to reach and her goal was why she was against it. And even though she does seem to be doing some hypocritical things, you know, I don't want to speak on things that she's doing without really understanding the situation. Yeah, I'd say you have to be a bit more to... ripped up in the... That's, that's the unfortunate thing about politics. It's not for a majority of people. Like, you got to get ripped up, wrapped up in, like, the dribble and just, like, all of, like, the political back and forth. And you just got to be like, yeah, this kind of sucks. I'm going to do something else. But uh, I think the, this next one that we're doing uh, is a bit more on the cultural side. You get to move away from SARS-2 and into the culture war where we have from the New York Post, so a school may remove Lincoln's name because he didn't show <laughs> that Black Lives Matter to him. And this is from Abraham Lincoln High School. 
school and I believe California, yep, San Francisco, California, who said that the 16th president who abolished slavery did not demonstrate that Black lives matter to him. What? I mean, really? That's kind of rough. Weren't they thinking about changing Cass's name too for a bit? I know they were talking Don't about that. Out. Like, for some reason. <laughs> But it's like, yeah, but like Cass had more of a reason because like Lewis Cass was like a known racist. But Abraham Lincoln freed the slaves following the bloodiest wars in history to free the slave. Look at me. I kind of want to play devil's advocate, but I just don't care. And I'm stupid. It it just brings into question, like, what are we really teaching our kids at the schools? Where you're saying that Abraham Lincoln, the 16th president, did not think that Black Lives Matter to him. What? Enough. Like, what, enough what is there. that? He catapulted the African American race into freedom and into an advancement. And then that wasn't enough. What, what was he supposed to do? Supposed to do it because he cared about the Blacks as opposed to caring about the country. I'm just my devil's advocate here. That's not really devil's advocate because they don't care about the country either. But I mean, no, I'm saying he that he cared about the country. So I'm saying that, like not necessarily the black life itself. I think that's really hard to argue. I thought it was a quote or something like that, and I believe that's what they're basing their thing There's, on. There is no quote. <laughs> I'm just going off of what commonly spread around, but again, I. I personally feel like that's a waste of time and effort. It's like, if you're going to do that, and it's just, what's the point in a lot of things? You know, take them off the penny next. They took down, they were trying to, did they succeed in taking down on Jemima? Because so, I don't. Oh, yeah, I believe I, they I have, know. like, fully just like, oh, yeah, no, we're going to replace her with someone else. Let's see, I believe this yeah, is. See, they lost me at that point. We have the chairman of the renaming committee, Jeremiah Jeffries, and the first grade teacher told the paper, once he met met criteria that way, we did not belabor the point. He continued, the history of Lincoln and Native Americans complicated, not nearly as well known as the Civil War. Lincoln, like presidents before him and most after, did not show policy or rhetoric that Black lives ever mattered to them outside of human capital as well as the casualties of wealth building. It just, I'm, I'm guessing. I, mean, I'm, I feel like I'm guessing he's white. I'm. I don't know many black people named Jeremiah. Probably, but like, it just the delusion of like the far, the far left side of the political spectrum. Like, for you to sit here and say that this guy who was a hero that, oh now he's black. Never mind. <laughs> you got me there. My thing, my my thing is that it's just. It's just pointless to go. I mean, he didn't, he wasn't like, yay, black people are my favorite people. Since do, he didn't do, do you that, have, do you have uh, just got to get rid of him. Like, do you have, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's ridiculous. Hating black people, I don't believe that, that was a thing, but him um, caring about the quality of them with white people probably wasn't known. So, though he freed the slaves. I- Maybe he thought, okay, well, slavery is wrong. You don't want it there. That doesn't mean that he thought that. Not saying like the, the change of the name is still stupid, but that doesn't mean that he thought that he, like he supported anything that 
the black people had to like offer had to go on or do. That just means he didn't want any slaves. And plus, it didn't even apply to every place. So, what do you mean it didn't apply to every place? The um, proclamation thing. I don't, Emancipation I don't, proclamation. I'm well aware of what it is. I didn't ask you what it was. I'm just telling you. Why are you fucking Because you corrected me as if I asked you to think about it. I don't, <laughs> it didn't, um, if, my, if what I was reading is right in the pride of uh, bordered places like Maryland and other places like that, but maybe I'm wrong, maybe I'm right, but also uh, what I've listened to the conversation, um, the change of the name is stupid, but I guess they do whatever they want to, but him freeing the slaves... That's just the reasoning for it in itself. Him freeing the slaves doesn't mean that he cared about black people. No. Yeah, I'm, I'm not saying he did. Like He could have hated them secretly, but it, it no, I'm just saying, don't, I just said it because he said that he freed uh, he freed the slaves. Just, that's not, that's yeah. what I was thinking about. I'm just listening, trying to build up what I was going to say. So go ahead, I can continue. The proclamation declared that all persons held as slaves within the rebellious the rebellious states are and henceforward shall be free. So personally, like yeah, I'm. It doesn't really matter at that point. Like he could have. I just, I just don't see how someone fights one of the bloodiest wars in our history, and people are like, "Oh yeah," there's no inkling of him caring at all. So it seems like the Emancipation Proclamation did not apply to Missouri, Kentucky, Delaware, Maryland, because they hadn't joined the Confederacy yet. Oh, so they were weren't they, rebellious states to begin with. Therefore, were they, they wouldn't even, be. Were they even like fully like recognized the states at that point? Yeah. Maryland had to I be. Don't know I don't know because like remember map like of that point, but yeah, I don't. Isn't Maryland like up there with the? Pretty the, sure Maryland and Delaware was yeah. Because remember, like the yeah. capital used to be like Boston, Massachusetts. Delaware was for sure one of the thirteen, wasn't it? Was it? I don't. I don't remember. I don't, I don't know. know. I, I don't want to sound stupid. <laughs> So I'm not sure. It's been like what? Because we didn't really have to learn about this stuff till like what? Since like middle school. Delaware and Maryland were uh, they were already set up. They were already uh, identified as states and places along with North and South Carolina, Virginia, Georgia, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, New Hampshire, Massachusetts, Rhode Island, Connecticut, and Delaware, yeah. Maryland. Delaware was the first of the 13 colonies. Uh, so what were, so they weren't a part of the Confederacy. This was bad. No, they wasn't. Which this is why that like, states had more like liberty to like the point where they could just be like, oh yeah, no, we're just kind of by ourselves. So yeah, I do imagine it would be hard to state that, wouldn't it? Yeah. Did anybody oh. from those states go to fight in either side? Research for a later date. Probably. Yeah, I can only imagine. It's like how how like imagine like there's a war like in the state right next to you like oh yeah we just don't chill here we good. Yeah, you don't like, yeah, like just how Canada stays um just how Canada stays neutral. Canada sends in soldiers on. like Canadian soldiers do fight with the Allies, but like they're very like like I, like I believe like they used to say like Canada does like one thing then leaves. It's like they fight in like the major part. They're like, oh yeah, we straight. Uh, we 
Canada. Good to go. Sure, but they were at the Alibi. Gotta love Canadians. Yes, me. Why don't I have a hair as long as my hand? Moving forward in the culture. So, uh, you know, music to be murdered by the deluxe album was released, what, two days ago now? Really? I only heard yeah. that up until that day or today. No, it, it's been a couple days, I think. Yeah, it came out Friday at 12 and 1. Oh, wow. So, yeah, like Friday. So, yeah, like two days now. Uh, I've listened to it, the uh, extended songs. I got to do it. Like, I only listened to it like once in passing while I was at work. So, I got to re listen to it again before I really give a huge critique on it. Like, mm-hmm. like what about you, Prince? Like, what is your like take on it? Because I know you finished it. Okay, so. Um, music to be murdered by the B side or deluxe edition. Um, the B side, it sounds cooler. <laughs> it's not better than the original uh, album itself, but. Uh, it's not better than the original album, but it's almost as if he he took cues from the past. It's it's as if it wasn't. It's another album, but it's made for his fans. Like it's not made to do better. It's like it's just made for yeah. It's fans like to give them more music now. Like a lot of bands do that when they release B sides that didn't like make the cut. Did you want to keep going or? Oh, no, I was just commenting on that. Um, he, it's like he went back in time with the beat selection and the music that he decided to make. Like on Relapse, he had a bunch of accents. Um, I forget which song it was, but I know it was towards the end. I think it's discombobulated that he decided to bring accents back. As yeah. far as beat selection, like tone death, that's how something from maybe um, between the era of the Eminem show and Encore. Like he, he was bringing back old styles but mixing it with the newer his newer music his newer um take that he has on when he makes songs when he makes the music so uh, i liked it is it one of his best no is it the worst no it's like right in the middle i definitely give it a listen Songs that I would recommend listening to. Um, I would recommend listening to Tone Deaf. Hmm. Tone Deaf, Alfred's Theme, and Zeus, and Discombobulated. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, Guns Blazing. I like that. But um, yeah, if, like, for me, like, listening to it, like, I didn't, like, like I put it into like perspective because I was just like, if these didn't make the cut, they're obviously not going to be like in the same vein as like the polished product. So I would, because I, so I wasn't going to like be like in the same mindset, like going in to listen to it. Uh, for me, I, I definitely thought like uh, some of the songs like were hit and miss for me a little bit, but like for the most part, I listened to like the songs that I was like, a lot of them I really enjoyed. Uh, for me, I think uh, my favorite song is, is was Zeus. I really liked how I, the like the the hook, not the hook, but the chorus to that song, mixed with Eminem. I think that one was really great. So uh, shouts out to him and White Gold. What was your favorite song of the album? Mine or his? Well, both of you. Like Cass hasn't say anything yet. Oh, 
piece of here and listen to it. Yeah, yeah, I made it like a third of the way through. My I'm favorite song is Tone Deaf. My bad, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no you're cool. Um, I was going to say, I made it like a third of the way through the album. Uh, I did get a lot of that, like, or from what I heard, I got it like some of that older Eminem vibes. And I was going to say it, but you said it. Uh, but it was cool. Uh, Alfred's theme was up there out of the ones that I heard. And I Will was also up there because I saw that it had like most of Slaughterhouse and that that just brought back memory. So I have to go listen to that one. Uh, Joe Budden's still making music. Original. Hmm. Oh, yeah. The original music to be murdered by. Yeah. No, did, didn't Guns yeah, that's, feature? No. Oh, no, that's, that's Sly Piper. Oh, it might have been the whole thing then, to be honest with you. But I didn't see Framed in there, I don't think. But it does Framed is not in that album. Framed is in oh. the revival. Oh, well, then that. Oop. You a whole, like, what? You dude, everywhere. Three albums. Give me, give me, give me some credit. I'm going to Bring out the track. See, his albums is here. Um, so the track list to this is uh, as follows. Um... Alfred intro, Black Magic with Skyler Gray, Alfred's Fame, Tone Death, no, yeah. Book of Rhymes with DJ Premier. I was listening to the last song on it, or the second to last song, so this might be the whole album then. But yeah, like I heard uh, uh, Tone Death, Book of Rhymes, Favorite Bitch, Guns Blazing, Matt Hire, These Demons, He. I heard up to Zeus, and then I just kind of scrolled down because I saw uh, further down, there was um, I will. Yeah, man, you went to the entire album because it's a deluxe with all the galleries. Yeah, so yeah. yeah that, that makes sense then. But did you okay. see yeah. like he swapped like you know, like you know how the cover art was like gray and black and white? Like in mm-hmm. Apple Music, he switched it like it's back to red, and I was kind of mad because I like the gray and black like cover art better. He like, switched it back to red. Yeah, to like the the original one. No, I didn't. It was on like Apple Music for me. I'm on Apple Music. I'm looking at it right now. Really? Yeah, it's still gray. Look at my red blood on there. I didn't change. That's red for oh snap. That's Wait, uh, question real quick. Yeah. So yeah. how far does uh side B extend to? Because I'm looking at it and I see that Godzilla's on here, so I, I yeah. Like, side B stops at this discombobulated and oh, starts and I have two intro. Ago. Okay, yeah, so I just needed to listen to thus far the interlude and then discombobulate it. Yeah. So I heard most of it actually, yeah. Lay out of the entire album, what was like the one song you really wasn't rocking with? Uh, was the entire yeah. album side B included or yeah, the, just entire, the original just, by itself? Just the entire, the entire one. I don't remember. I heard it so, once when I was in class and I was annoyed. Here's, me, here's the thing about it. Here's the thing, because I have the song and I have the blank my entire thought. You want to go ahead? No, you can go ahead. All right, here's the thing about it, right? This is the song that you would like it has probably, like it has a good message to it. Um, something about the shooting. Oh, yeah. That happened while I had a gun there, but uh, I hate it. I hate it a lot. Really? I really dislike it. I don't like the, 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 uh, the, Beat selection is not it for me. I cannot listen to it and enjoy myself. Um, the like with him, the way he's delivering everything is just too slow. And I mean, like, not even slow for him, but it's just kind of like it's like he's talking to me. 
No, I don't really want to hear him talking to me. And I don't, I just don't like the song. No, no. Wait, what's the song called? Darkness. darkness. I couldn't listen to it and be like, yes, this is amazing. Nah. So he kind of did something like that with Walk on Water. But I love to walk on water. Yeah, I, I don't like too. the song. I don't like darkness. It was... For me, I think it was a good song. Like a lot of people, I think it was like overhyping it, like saying it was like the best like one on the album. Like for me, it's like when Eminem gets into like his political thing, I'm like, I really don't care. Well, it's like, like the best song was because it's like that about. for me with the most artists. I really don't care about your politics. I'm worried about the music. That's fair. The best song though was key. <laughs> Like what was like for me like the one song I wasn't rocking with it was like Little Engine. So I was just why, like, what? why? I was like, what is? Why? This? <laughs> I'm not saying it was a bad Little song. Little Engine is one of my favorites. I was like, I wasn't <laughs> ready. For it. I was favorite. like, that's <laughs> like you just picked out the one that I love. Like I was that, like that's well actually no that's not it's one of my favorites but it's not the favorite off the album no. Yeah, it's not. I'm not saying like it's a bad song in any regard. I was just really caught off guard when it started. I was like, "What is this?" Like when the, when the chorus came in, I was like, "Oh, that's a, this a, like oh, this is that type of evidence." <laughs> uh, one of those kind of nights. That one was kind of iffy for me. Mm-hmm. It was just like because like I, I I could recognize like I guess he was like trying to like do like the slim shady thing a little bit. But it was just like I was listening to it. I'm like, this because like a lot of people were saying like the chorus didn't match, but like I feel like it didn't need to like be like hand in hand. I think the chorus is fine. But like when he like started talking about like oh he was like talking to the chick out. <laughs> and it's like some of those lines was kind of corny. I was just like, eh, I ain't really rocking with this one. Don't you think it's funny like how quick people were like ready to like cancel Eminem again? Cause they thought he had this Billy Eilish. They're quick to cancel, and they're quick to cancel anybody who just happens to hurt their overly sensitive feelings. Yeah, like, like he, I don't he was basically saying "Happy Birthday" to Billie Eilish. I think the album was released on her birthday, and people thought he had dissed her because, mm-hmm. like, in a in an interview, Billie Billy Eilish asked, like, I forget who it was. It was like somebody that uh, he scares her. Yeah, it was somebody he they had like pick like a rapper. It was like somebody else or Eminem. And she was like, no, nah, it was, uh, what was his name? Donald Glover. And uh, she was like, yeah, Donald Glover, because Eminem's kind of scary to her. And like he had mentioned it in, like, in the song. I think it was, it wasn't that. But he was like, I'm giving nightmares to Billie Eilish. And people thought it was a diss. But he was like basically saying like happy birthday and like giving her notice and props. And I was just kind of laughing like. It's amazing, like how quick, like as soon as like your favorite creator or like just somebody gives criticism, you really ready to just go try to cancel him. It's like Eminem get canceled every album, so he don't really. <laughs> it is one of those things that you think you learn, because like how many times has Eminem been canceled before, or tried to be canceled? Like it's, at this point, the man's untouchable, disbelievable. It's like people. I, I was on Twitter. And I saw people like switch up real fast, like going from like, oh yeah, we gotta cancel Eminem to oh wait, this was great, yeah. <laughs> I gotta get I gotta get more into Twitter. But 
like every once in a while, I go like the main time I go on Twitter now is when the YouTube shuts down. I need to make sure it's not my internet or nothing. And you see hashtag YouTube is YouTube down. Shut down before? YouTube has shut down like three times in this year specifically. And like I guess that's because like with, you live on YouTube. Because of the pandemic. It was like really early in the morning. But like because of the pandemic, I guess like there's like such an advent of people who were on it at one time. I guess they just couldn't handle it. So that's kind of funny. It's just like, oh wait, wow. speaking of YouTube, you mind if I switch topics real quick? Yeah, what, what you at? All right, so you know, there's this YouTuber called uh Penguin Z Zero, you know, otherwise known as Charlie or Moist Critical. Yeah, and he, he got to talk to Susan, the, the CEO of YouTube. Hey, hey, conversation don't, hey like, watch yourself now, don't get us straight down. What you mean? <laughs> So you, you got to be careful when talking about Susan. I'm talking about Susan. No, nah, no, nah, but it's Charlie. like, I'm talking about good things about Susan. I'm complimenting her. Because, like, uh, she was talking to Charlie, and they were just kind of going over, like, how do you things that were wrong with YouTube? Like, how does, like, the CEO of YouTube go to the dude who's throwing dildos at walls? Like, let's have a nice conversation. Look, all right, so it's, <laughs> it's Charlie, dog. He he's a businessman. He's a he's a lot of things. I he's love him. It. It's just he's, like he's wow. <laughs> he's he also got a new world record. I, I'm happy for him. But uh yeah, and so in theory, YouTube should be starting to like implement better policies and like actually <laughs> given the the policy team more staff members so they can talk to people you know share I've, their I've information pop off. i mean look 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 uh, i'll be able to give you an update in like a year from now yeah like going like back to like the music tell me more about thing like i want to like do one more topic on that do you think the disses and the b-side were necessary because like i was like putting it in perspective because like i know like developing albums could take a long time so like maybe like a lot of like the disses, like specifically the MGK ones, which like we're getting a lot of traction on like articles and social media. Like I'm I'm one of like those of like those songs were made when like the album was still like in drafting a while ago. Probably. Cause like, I really don't think like he was like that serious about like dropping another diss at MGK after like what? A year or two, like it's been a while. Yeah, I would imagine they were written because, like you said, they were really just the ones that didn't make the cut, which I mean, they were written around that same time. It just kind of yeah, like a, a lot of people were like treating like it was like a polished and cut album. Like these were the songs that was meant to go. Like these songs could be from like years ago because like, yeah. making an album t- is a very long process. So like, these could be from like a year, a year or two ago, and like they they just happen to be good enough to make the B side. But I was just like putting it into perspective. I would say that the songs, um, because all of the songs, the theme is surrounded by uh, Alfred Hitchcock. So, yeah, I just, he has, this is on the original. This album came after, after Kamikaze. And that came after Kill Shot. So, um, directly after Kamikaze finished, she probably, 
this is probably the album I was working on, so no yeah. songs just happened. Not like years, and probably like at least last year that it just happened to get tossed into it. It was probably already finished. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people were acting like he like had just made these songs. So to like point out people. Also, do you think like the six nine like this is again kind of corny now? Because like, how many times are we really gonna get six nine for being a rat? Or to be like, fair though, this is second. Eminem's first time doing it. <laughs> oh, I'm not saying him specifically. Nah, I'm. I mean, like, like not specifically Eminem, but like just in general. Because like there was like when he first came out, like so many people were on him, and like they were on him for like months. It's like, all right, let him die. Because I like, remember like he was, anybody this one. It's been a few people here and there. And then, like, it was, like, really big because, like, he was talking smack to, like, Lil Dirk about how his album was going to flop. And, like, it turns out, like, Takashi's only sold, like, 50K first week or something. And it was, like, I think it was, like, bundles. So it was just, like, Jesus Christ, let this man just, like, rest in peace. Oh, like, he going to get free and talk about the rat. That was fun. That was a great time. I can't imagine Takashi living for another, like, two, three years. I think somebody going to kill him. Like, God forbid, I don't want to wish death on a man, but, like, you done upset some people. And every time people find out where you are, you got to move. How long can you live like that? I mean, you know, you never know. No, really make it his new thing and just thrive. Yeah, but uh, I think, like, the like the judge, like, remember, like, when he, like, let him out, he's like, oh, yeah, you can't be on social media like that. I hope that gets lifted soon because, like, that was like the f- funniest part about it. I feel like now it's a bit too late. A lot of his audience yeah. wasn't there for it. Like, I feel like a lot of Six Nine's audience didn't leave him. Oh, really? I mean, the album themselves, yeah. It's like, who? But, like, people don't even buy albums like that, even. I know, but those, doesn't it go off streams, too? No, because, like, I don't think, like, he was allowed to, like, do streams or, like, not like, or not even like, I don't know if he was like allowed, but like a lot of like black box because like he was like trending, but like they weren't like putting him on like the discover page. Just something was happening where he didn't get as much clout as he could have gotten because they didn't want to like get, get nobody mad at him. But yeah, it's like let him die, not like death, but like just if like I think want to talk more about him. I'm fine with that. Like, I think at this point, he's, like, become, like, irrelevant. Like, I think, like, there are more people who are overshadowing him. He actually did become re- irrelevant. We probably wouldn't be talking about him right now. Eh. Yeah, well, I mean, right. I don't know. I feel like we talked about, like, some of the other disses, though, and, and did diss him, and that's the reason. So, then, like, this Honestly, just came out of nowhere for it. I would have thought that you would have brought up the fact that Eminem did Snoop Dogg. But we talking about I mean, there's nothing really to say. I'm this new dog for a very valid reason. Yeah, uh, sometimes he get away get away with a lot of stuff because he OG though. He just be talking reckless. Yeah, he do. Uh, so actually, like, like, did you like? I don't know if like you saw, but, like, Snoop Dogg had like took like a lot of black conservatives, right, and like made a poster, and it was like Uncle Tom's. Like he like made like a wanted list. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, wow. <laughs> you move a reckless dog. What? Dog. Yeah, it's just snoop is snoop. You know, it is what it is. 
honestly, all that weed he smoked, I wouldn't be surprised if he made Kanye level tweets to God knows what. He just living a different life. I want to make Kanye level tweets. I want my tweets to be on the level of back when I Jay wish. Was be talking reckless on this. I want like some Jaden Smith Kanye yeah. level tweets, like just pure yeah. fuck. I am Martin Luther King Jr. Jr. Wait, isn't there a junior? Isn't there a third? Shit, I'll be the fourth. I don't know. Who cares? Uh, did you hear about Famous Dex? Like they, they like that like video that was released and like he looked real sickly. Oh really? Yeah, it was like this video or like picture was released comparing him to like when he was like popping like 2016, 2017. And like he looked really like he looks like 80. Like he looks really bad. And uh to the point where, like, I think, not I think, but Emily Choppa, like, apparently, like, had a talk with him. But, like, he looked like he was just really, like, doing drugs, like, really bad. And it's like, with all these people who have died in 2020, like, let's not bring that trend into 2021, you know? Yeah, I'd be, be a preferable, you know? But does, I won't care. It's like, I, like, I just, you messed up, but... Like, I don't even know. See, it's like he's choosing, you're choosing, like, I didn't feel sad when Juice were that. Why? Because you're choosing to do drugs. I mean, no matter your situation, nobody's making you do it. So, that's what he wants to be. Hey, it might be, but look, it's like you, this is, you making a decision. Surrounded by people who don't really care. It don't matter. He's making the decision. He made the decision to start. Everyone knows that you can get addicted to something. It doesn't matter if it's drugs or food or candy or whatever the case is. You can get addicted right. to anything. You make the, the conscious, conscious decision when you start. So if you continue on, no one has ever... You can't not know what it leads to. You can't not right. know what it leads to. Especially now, you can't not know what it leads to. If you claim you was in the streets, you can't not know what it leads to. You should know exactly what's going to happen. You should know what you're going to get to. Six nines to the law. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's really blurry when it comes to that stuff. For me, it's like you should know what you're doing and what you're stepping into. But like when you like surrounded by that group of people who really could give a fuck about yo, you as a person, you got people constantly like, yeah, let's do some drugs together. Like and yes, like, you have money that it'll kind of change yeah. your perspective on things. And you go, yeah, I got money, I got drugs. You, you get music industry drugs, and that is some crazy stuff, right? <laughs> yeah, that's that's the goal. Like, people, <laughs> they just want to blow up to reach that status so they can do that, that, that high class stuff. Hey, NLE Chopper talked to him. He unlocked his third chakra, so I hope you know, hope he like he didn't get some help. He tweeted and told somebody to get uh, better people around him. And Did he tweet it? Help him. I could have sworn this. He, he, like, he Facetimed him or something. I don't know. I, I get half my stuff from the shade room, but <laughs> the shade room. It was like culture yeah. weird stuff. Uh, let's see what else. What else are we talking about today? What are your hopes for uh, 2021? Like, do you think like we're gonna see like things change? Like, what do you? <laughs> what are your expectations? Are they low? Are they high? Like, how you feel about that? I figured last year 
everybody was they had the highest expectations for 2020 and so the universe spited us so this yeah. year if we go in with hello low expectations the universe can really only either meet those or exceed those so i can't even be mad because i said 2020 was gonna be my year everybody did <laughs> 2019 was garbage but by comparison 2020 made us a wow 2020 made us appreciate like 2019. My 2019 was amazing compared to like this year. Like honestly, I loved my 2020. I mean 2019. I love, I was fine with it. <laughs> I didn't I didn't think it was that horrible for me. I don't know what other people went through, but I was fine. Like I, I made some right. questionable mistakes. I made some questionable decisions. But <laughs> like Yeah, my I, I, did, I, did, I did a few dumb things, but I mean after school was all I was fine. We so, all yeah, yeah my, my 2020 was rough, but hey, what can you do? My 2020, 2020? Was next. I mean, not my 2020, my 2019 was rough. My 2020 was hell. Amen. Uh, <laughs> Man, what can like you my do? 2020, my 2019 had that one arc, you know, closer to the end of 2019. You know, I don't want to say names because this is a podcast. There's, you know, a situation, but yeah, 2020. My- by comparison, it was honestly not that bad. Like I did, I did things that I wanted to do for money in the stocks, or a full time job. Oh, you did. Did things to make me happy. It's like I'm actually Good. doing things for myself. Yeah. yeah, I feel like yo, even though like there's a lot of bad things that happened in 2020, and we can all acknowledge that, like to some degree, I feel like you could like find like a little bit of good in it. Yeah. I didn't get Corona. Yeah. Yet. I don't talk to my exes no more. I I do. I talk to all of them except for two. It is what it is. But yeah, like my 2019, all of those development arcs was rough. Like I have no breaks. And then 2020 came around, like, oh, you ain't seen nothing yet, brother. <laughs> right. That, yeah, that's exactly what happened. The quarantine arc changed me. I'm not the same person anymore. I'm like, definitely not the same point. person. I feel like while I've been through a lot, I think I've like improved. I think I'm a, like I'm gonna take like what I've learned in 2020. I think you learn to appreciate what you have because like you never know when it can all be taken away. Yeah. See, that that right there just pissed me off. I learned to stop the more. Pissed me off. Why? Because right when people say, "Oh, you learn to appreciate what you have," because you never know when it'd be gone. Why did you? Why did <laughs> it take this for you to? Why, why would it take this for you to have it? Understand about see, and maybe it's because like it, like you you should you should realize this so like so so long ago. Like you should you should already know this. Why would it take a pandemic to make anybody be like you never know what you might have before? No. You never know what you're like, no, 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 bro. You should already know not to do that. Like, you, before the pandemic, you already had people dying, right? Now, you had the option that anybody could, like, see, you could leave your best friend back in 2012 and they could have died and you wouldn't know. I mean, you should already not take things for granted. You should already know, like, you should already have that It's like you shouldn't, but you do. I don't know why any of you, like... That's the point, though. I don't know why any of you I don't know why any of you didn't. All right, so that's something that I can't relate to. I can't relate to not now thinking like because of 2020 thinking that no, I've already known that. And I've been trying to tell people that for a while. People that I know 
three. Whatever, you should just like understand. That's why I tell everybody: the last time you see me, last time you talk to me, assume I've died after that. Right? Assume I'm going to die. Right? Treat it as you're not going to talk to me again. Treat it as you're not going to see me again. Like there's a very large chance that you won't. Right? So I don't really know how y'all just got that. But well, I, I do like every day. I haven't. I haven't gone that route. I, I appreciate people about. I think a majority of people just don't live. Because, like, for me, it was more just, like, it was just, like, learning, like, because like, I had, like, an inkling, but it was just, like, learning, like, the separation between class in this country. Like, the, the working class versus the corporate class. Like, that big of a difference was kind of a smack in the face. Like, because it was, like, a lot. I don't know what you're talking about. Like you just, I don't like, I don't understand where you went to, but we was talking about what we learned from 2020, and then you talking about class, and I am like so confused. So you talk, you talking about because it's about 2020. It was, but you there was no bridge. Like there's no correlation or connection to what do you what mean we learned? And, can well, I we learned. Let me talk about I what fit? we learned. I want to understand how you got there. You just started talking. Like Kasim, do you know where? Do you know where? Where it went? Do you know how you got there? Vaguely, I mean, like you know, it was like this is what I learned in twenty twenty. I was like, I wanted to hear like his reasoning behind it because I feel like you know, connected, but you know, you stopped. But no, real quick before we move on, before we move on to this, you know, I wanted to say my piece. About the, uh, too soon. Yeah, yeah. So back to the you know, <laughs> uh, appreciating people out there. I haven't really like learned to do that more. It's like I care about people. I'm trying to read reconnect the people but that's not because of a feeling of you know you never know when you're gonna lose them that's just because i miss them and want to like, talk to them again i i never really have that like oh no this could be the last time you'll ever get to see them and it's not because i take uh, that for granted it's just because like there's enough hope that i will to keep moving forward i just struggle to talk to people like i don't really text people like like it's like not a perception and like your normal reality I think like when we say like we take things for granted, it's like it's not like that we're doing it on purpose or like we're not doing it knowledgeably. It's just the well, no, it's not even that. It's like I'm aware factor. Of, yeah. uh, I'm aware that uh, everybody won't always be there, yeah. but I I can't change myself in order to be able to talk to people every time and just go yeah like a daily thing. I I just cannot do that. Yeah, there are only like two people that I can talk to every day, and that's a struggle in itself. I think it's just like the human psyche isn't built for that. I think, like, you know, because it's like for me, I didn't even lose like a lot of because I don't have a lot of close people specifically like that that I would like really miss. Like, I have the people like I care about. But like specifically, just like a lot of close people, like if you die, like there's not a big pool. I'm gonna keep it buck. I was hoping some people I knew got to, got the got the cough, but uh. <laughs> wow. Oh my God. I go uh. <laughs> but like for me, it was like when I said like the corporate and the working class, it was just seeing like how like this pandemic affected the people who work with their hands. How every like how like the everyday working man or entrepreneur can just get shut down, but we still have people like politicians yeah. and big businesses are like going mm-hmm. like 
throughout day, like Amazon and like people like that, like these big companies, they're like money increased tenfold because there were no small businesses. Yeah. And it's like, I'm like, as a, a conservative, I'm not against capitalism, but it's just like seeing like how these corporations have like worked with politicians where they get all these special privileges. It's just been a learning experience. But well, we just gonna roll over the fact that you just said you want some people to catch the cough <laughs> 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 like, like I'm like I'm listening and taking in what you're saying. And I want to know more about it, but we just roll it over that what you just hey, said. Hey, I said I learned from it. I said I'm a better person now. <laughs> I got a lot. Just, I, you just went off with it. Like, yeah, okay. It's, it's all right. It's okay. I had you a lot of hate in my heart after 2019. <laughs> <laughs> so when this came, I was like, oh, yeah, we about to take somebody out. <laughs> Oh, you know what I just thought about? I feel it though. I feel it though. I understand. I get it. Like, like you know me. Like I ain't like a lot of people could die. And it's just like I ain't, I ain't sweating it. Like I'm not. Like remember, like we had like conversation about like empathy. Like I'm not a very empathetic person. I could be pretty apathetic towards things. So unless it's like you or like someone like you or Cass, like someone I can confirm is like yeah, that's family. And. I, it's 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 whatever. Like I'm gonna just adjust to the fact that you ain't here, so it ain't gonna be the same. But it's like I ain't about to break down the same way as a family member. I just thought about it though. I I, I guess um I did kind of go through that thing where it was like, all right, this is what losing people feels like. But I don't know. I never really wanted anybody to catch. Like that, that's the villain stuff right there. That's not me. But uh chaotic, chaotic, neutral. Uh that's my standpoint. <laughs> I ain't say I, I ain't get down on my knees and pray and be like, yeah, I hope they get it. But I was just like, you know, <laughs> if you catch it, like GG, I wish you the best of luck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jesus Christ. I'm gonna have to pray on that. That's <laughs> that's sin right there. <laughs> you go white right with Prince. Hey, what? hey, I hey, I repent my sins. I don't know about him over there. Why y'all just throwing me down? Like I I'm I don't Oh earlier he said you're a simple person. I don't even know how I am. You just said it. Homie. I just be vibing. You a lie. <laughs> <laughs> I just be vibing. Cap. We gonna we gonna see as this prog- podcast progresses. Come on, see the evolution. All right, uh, do you have a New Year's res? Rev- I put down New Year's. Yeah, I put down revolution in the in my the topics. That's that's a shame. You see what you trying to do? <laughs> do you have a New Year's resolution, or if not, do you think that they are a waste of time? I know I do. Like my new year's resolution is to release a like a release a piece of content once per week the entire like of 2021. Like that's my uh my big resolution. I want to like get a lot of content out and just have like people enjoy it like that. Like 
besides the podcast. Do you guys have a New Year's resolutions? Things cut out every day. The question was like, do you have a New Year's resolution, or if not, do you think they're a waste of time? Um, I don't know. I think I, I haven't really thought about it personally. I don't care at this point. I had one from last year. Now I'm here. Um, but uh, so what happened was I got this thing called a Dautama thing on it. This is like last year. I think I was supposed to like write down a goal and fill in one of the eyes when I complete the goal. I was filling the other. Listen, all right. It was given to me as a gift straight from Japan. So I have to appreciate it. I didn't ask for it. It was a gift. But, um, you know, I actually cared about that and still care about it. Like, I, I have it in my room, so it's kind of in my shrine of things people have gifted to me. And so, I, Are you I think I was approaching the last year. Well, like, just over, like, the last four years. Like, that's my whole high school life. And just different um, memories and, like, different, like, things that were given to me. Whether or not it was, like, a sticker or, like, a picture or something like that. I even have a, like a magazine that I got when I was in the hospital freshman. Stuff like that. Health as well. Amen. What about you, Prince? Do you have a resolution? Yeah, you hear what the resolution was. What was I the mean, resolution then, punk? Dang, uh, man. So, like, I, my my goal was to find, like, some happiness that isn't based on, like, anybody around me. It's just kind of like an internal thing, so. I'll, that'll be my goal for 2021. Find a happiness that is not reliant to anybody else. Like, like inner peace? Yes, pretty much. Yeah, essentially, yeah. That's a good goal. Uh, all right, now we can move on. So this entire year, my goal was inner peace. Did I find it at certain points in time, but it doesn't last? Now, as far as 2021, I don't really... I don't really have a, like a thing, a such thing as a New Year's resolution. Like what I'm gonna do when like next year come. I just have a, what I want to do now and what I like want to change or start to bring into my normal schedule. So really, I'm just as far as 2021 goes. I'm just hoping to grow um, in terms of. The content that I share, whether it be the uh, painting, drawing, games, or uh, the podcast, or whatever the case is, I just want to grow as far as what I do and grow as a person, and that comes naturally. So, I think there's gonna be uh, no. a lot of growth in 2021. I think people are gonna learn to grow. I heard I that think... one's correct. <laughs> you just gotta bring everything to attention. Uh, <laughs> It was like, yeah, I think there's going to be a lot of growth thing. Like, a lot of people have been through a lot of shock this year. I think people are going to have to learn to grow and become, like, we're all going to be different versions of ourselves compared to 2019 to 2021. And I think some of it's going to be for the good. I think a lot of it will be for the good, but I know some people, it's going to be for the worse. So, hey, it is what it is. We'll cross that bridge when we get there in this Random question: Would you date a girl with the OnlyFans? <laughs> go ahead, Kai. Go ahead, bro. 
I'm thinking. Like, this is a real question to me. Thinking? Probably so not. Think about like, it. Yeah, no, I'm good. Why? There are other ways to make money. I just, I don't want that. I would prefer if other people are not getting off to my girl. I just, I don't say, well, my spirit. Is there an issue? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like, some people don't mind that, personally. Not really me. Yeah, it's like for me, it's 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 a no for me, dog. Like, it's just because <laughs> like I'm a like pretty conservative and like my principles and values. So it's just like the idea that you just you just out here just showing yourself. I'm trying to like not get us banned on YouTube, but uh, <laughs> if it's if it's feet pics, that's okay though. They can do that all they want. That's easy money. That's true. It's like if you're doing feet pics, hey, yo, keep up your skill because there's a lot of weird dudes out here. Weird women, too. If you can, because like the horny human being is just a different like species. So you could take advantage of that male or female. That's cool. But like me, it's like really, like I really don't want to walk in and see you recording your feet and be like, oh, yeah, this is my OnlyFans video, babe. Like, oh, no. Nah. Like, I remember I was like joking. With like, she had like sent me. I'm not supposed to say her name. That's gonna have to get bleeped out. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I was like talking to my girlfriend, and like she had uh, sent me this. Uh, she sent me a video, of, like not a video, but uh, she sent me like a little post. I was just, like texting her on Snapchat, and, like a fake joke, like a fake joke for like her rates or her OnlyFans, and I nearly like, considered blocking her right there because I had forgot. We was joking about it. I thought we was gonna have to, I thought I was about to leave. Like, you know, like the walking out the door emoji. I thought I was about to post that and block around everything. It's like, no. Nah. It's just the idea that you wanna like because like once you do that, like that the relationship just kind of sullies itself because the idea of like sexual contact and that that's a private thing to me. Like that's not something you just show the entire world. I think that's what, plus the idea that a bunch of like dudes and or females is just whacking off to make to my girl. That's weird, bro. Like I don't want to like get in bed and look over at you. Like you asleep. I just look over at you. You like, wow. You ain't really mine no more. Like <laughs> you for the internet streets. Like it's like making money. I ain't gonna. Like, I ain't going to never hold nobody from chasing their bag, but don't expect everybody to look at you the same way. I think that's the big problem with it. Like, people do some certain things, and they don't think that they don't think they should be judged. It's like, you get judged for everything. You just, you just got to learn to live and deal with that. You just choose to do certain things that you get judged more than others. So it's like, hey, I'm not going to say you can't do it, but if you tell me you got an OnlyFans, just know the chances of me talking to you in a relationship way, it's just zero to none. You would have to really sell it to me at that point. Like, like I don't even care. Like, like we can do month. it together. Like, nah, we, I'm good. Just playing a wild game over there, dog. I'm, I'm not for it. Not, not you. I'm talking about like, in that scenario. Yeah. What about you, uh, Prince? It's not real bad. I even got an answer. He's like, yes, sir. You talking about me? You already know I'm not about to do this. 
<laughs> you got OnlyFans, and I'm a pimp. And I'm sorry if the fools get hurt, but pimps got a pimp. So it ain't really matter that much yeah, if you got an OnlyFans. If you throw your body around and you making money off of it, I mean, I could throw your body around and make money off of it. <laughs> like, if you, if you could, like, like, if you do it virtually, then we could get it done, like, in the 8D. Like, you could go ahead, go and you do your thing, get the money from me, and, like, just bring it back to me. Like, you don't matter. See, you only, you only get, you get as much respect as you're going to give yourself. So if you don't know OnlyFans, I'm not gonna treat you like no queen. Nah, you a house slave. You ain't nothing like <laughs> oh, that. You God. just you just stuck here. None of that. <laughs> so no, nah, I wouldn't because I know what I'd do. Follow up question or alternative question. What if they howling in the past, but they they like cut that off and moved on with their life? It's like dating a porn star after they start going porn. You? Yeah, it's like. Mm. <laughs> Pussy. I mean, some people might be like, "Yeah, it's okay, you down with it." But nah, I, I don't want to go I... back like that. What, what if we got kids and they go back and they find your old videos? <laughs> nah, like, what happens when like <laughs> they you, what happens when you had kids and like they in class like, "Hey, yo, I found your mom's old OnlyFans videos, dog." Like that just took like you just killed your kid's career in school. <laughs> And everything else, like they gonna like try to like get famous. They like, oh, future OnlyFans model son. They gonna be. That's just gonna follow them for the rest of their life. It's over. That's the big right, thing for me. That's a big thing for me. Is like, you can do it. Else, I ain't gonna never stop nobody from making a meal, getting their dollar. That's on you. But you got to let people live. Like, you can't be like, oh, yeah, if you judge me or you get mad at me, then that's sexist or whatever. Or that's wrong. And there's another thing. There's, like, a lot of females going around, like, how you, how dudes going to get mad at OnlyFans when there's there's other dudes who are the ones, like, supplementing it? But I'm not doing that. It's like, you like you saying, say, like, oh, other dudes is doing this. I'm not other dudes. I'm not partaking in your, whatever you selling so I can judge it. If there was a dude who was who was subscribing to a whole bunch of OnlyFans and was like, oh, mm-hmm. no, nah, that's wrong. Like, that's different. And even so, he ain't dating nobody. Oh, wait. Like, you're supposed to be loyal to one OnlyFans? I don't know. I've never used it. That's not intriguing. I ain't, I ain't either. I don't know the culture. I just think it's funny. Because like, I like following, like, a. Uh, I can't, I don't think I'm allowed to say this on YouTube. Uh, adult actresses on Twitter, it's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna get hate for this. I like seeing like them trying to have like normal people opinions. Like, 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 I don't like once you like step into that realm, like that, like that profession, it's like, listen, I'm gonna keep it a buck. That's just you. Like that is like that's your label, dog. Like you can't like I ain't gonna never look at you the same way. <laughs> like you gonna like try to like have like a normal like opinion or like have just like a political opinion and be like, why don't people take me seriously? It's like I really can't take you the same way. Like you was you you still a human being, but like once you step onto that path, that's kind of what you decided for life. You take the serious. But even if like a political position in the future, though. it's just every like, nah, I really don't care what you gotta say. 
Or like they be getting mad. Like, why do dudes send me pictures of their genitals? It's like, you know what you should know what you were signing up for. But like, why does every conversation have to be sexual? It's like, stop. I'm not saying that she that it should be that way, but it's that way for a reason. You chose this life. I'm not <laughs> gonna choose to become a mathematician and to get mad every time I'm at work. We talk about numbers. But like that would be like you got off work though. People are still always coming up to you. No, nah, if you post if you post content or you like subscribe to my OnlyFans on any social media, that's your job. That's your work. That see, that's your problem. You bring in, you can't put your work and your social life together. It just don't mix. <laughs> but when your social life is social media, well then you don't get to have a normal. <laughs> <laughs> Make a second account for a human. They, Honestly, they yeah, I don't get why people use it like they main names for everything. Like, that's true. You want to like, live a normal life. You want to look like famous. you want your social media to be normal. You can't be like, oh, subscribe to my OnlyFans or here's a teaser video. You can't be giving fellatio to a man and be like, why is dude sending me pictures of their genitals? Like, what's up with that? Actually, it's like towards the end of the video. YouTube only checked the first three minutes. We can curse, I think. Probably. You already did. Oh, I need yeah. <laughs> and uh, I think, uh, well, we really did like the main topic. We did not get to it to like towards the end. But uh, when if you had to deny authority in order to become a better man? Like when if you had to like go against status quo or like break the rules in order to become a better person? Like it probably, I guess I'll give my example. And like, when I say I did it, like I did it because this is me. Like, I'm not saying anybody should replicate this at all. But it was in 2019. I started skipping class for real. Because like I was going through a lot. Like 2019 was one of my roughest years. Uh, high school, it was like, it's the last year, but I was getting hit with bricks every turn and it was just like I need I couldn't keep keep going to class because I knew if I did because I'm generally annoyed by human presence now multiply that by like 30 other people being in a room it just kept getting worse to the point where like if I I keep going here I'm gonna kill somebody or I'm gonna get into a fight and I'm gonna mess somebody up or I'm gonna just go off it was just because like I have a high sense of patience but throughout that entire year it was just really short so it was just I had to start skipping class and it was like I didn't skip class and do stupid stuff like I went and like I learned a lot like I talked to a lot of like mentors that I had and I went and like I helped teach people and I stepped outside of my comfort my comfort zone so like, I knew like I had to like get myself out of this repeated step of going to class every day to become like to make sure not only did I like improve my mental health but just become a better person overall. I didn't skip class um, often because I wasn't mentally able to just be in here and be fine. For example, film study. I was never there because had I been there, 
I would have killed somebody. Yeah, that was a rough class, wasn't it? Um, same with junior year. Um, Miss Livingston, I was would have murdered someone because <laughs> because like it was we were even being taught. It was it was no purpose. So either there was no purpose in me being there, or I just couldn't take it enough. And now I didn't trust myself enough to be like, yes, I can go here and nothing will happen. I can go here and I will be fine. Sound like some crazy individuals talking like this, don't we? <laughs> it's the end of the podcast. No one listens this far. Uh, but yeah, I, I understand what you're talking about. It was just like Jesus Christ. Plus, I knew like in film study, it was it was it wasn't gonna be a good experience. Like when the first time I like spoke or like said something, so I was like, "Ain't you that Trump supporter kid?" And I was like, "Dang, <laughs> this ain't gonna never go well." Plus, remember, like, we had to do, like, college classes in there. Like, I was, like, I either didn't do what she was telling me to, did it, and, like, stopped paying attention, or I would just skip class. I can't even tell. I wasn't there for it. No, and I wasn't. I did did what she say do. Like, it wasn't never hard. Yeah, it It wasn't hard. But, like, she would, like, expect you, like, join the class or like have like a discussion or do whatever and it was just like yeah no I really could care less about these people I like that I never really talked in that situation so it was never like a you're gonna say something no I just sit there and watch it it hurt to hear (laughs) plus we had to Mm, present a lot in that class and that was annoying too but at least me and you stopped that (laughs) yeah we did so what did we do again? Well, the first thing I said the thing about the Medea movie, and they all wanted to crucify me. And then you just said, I said thing about the hate you give, and they wanted to oh, crucify yeah. you and pull me into it. So I went up, I'm like, I'm not doing this. Anymore. We really yeah. did, just like, like yeah, and, you know, that was fun though. The teacher like tried her best because like she wasn't even mad, but she realized the situation and she was so nice. <laughs> No, I'm sorry. Everything kind of cut out there. Can y'all hear me? Yeah, we can. All right, because everything just kind of died and kicked me out and I had to rejoin. Uh, what was the question again? Going against authority, right? Yeah. To become uh, a better person. Yeah. Um, I don't really have too many of those stories because typically it would be like well no um at the right eight there was a homeless guy he was like over there a lot and it was like a lot of the people or not a lot of the people like some people didn't really care for him and like i would have to go against him i I guess i felt like i was going against like the societal norms when i would like defend him or like Really engaging them. Oh, you you a different breed. Cause uh, there's there's a homeless dude that shows up to our job, and it's just like everybody like hates him. And I'm I fully agree. Cause like he like show up and like it's like I ain't got nothing against like homeless people. Cause I know some people like in real bad situations, and it's just like luck of the draw. You was handed back up, but like he shows up, 
And like no matter what we tell him, he always makes a mess, like eating in the back. So we always have to clean up after him. And like he like messes up like where he is over there. And it's just like if you gonna come and like because like we got a magazine section. Like if you gonna come, like do what you gotta do, like like we can't kick him out. It's like, but like why you gotta make a mess? Like why is there a candy bar smeared on the carpet? Why is that shit? What's the candy? Or like crumbs of candy bar. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like why you gotta make a mess? Like it, I understand, like sit like it's rough, but like if you gonna come like partake in a place, can you like especially when we ask, it's not like we like don't say nothing. Like we've asked him, like, can you not do that? And you still do. It's like, come on, man. Well, yeah, I think your homeless guy might be a bit different. The one that uh, was over there. Plus, he steals our Ooh. cart. No, see, the art guy, he would bring him back in. Like, people would just leave him outside. He would bring him back in. He was cool. Like, he, like, stole one stuff. Like, like, that kind of put him on the back list. I swear, like, our homeless guy, like, he, I don't know what he needed them for, but he went to buy some flash drives. I'm like, you're homeless. What do you need a flash? Let him do him, dog. And it's like, I could have swore he moved the flash drives because it's like the flash drives, it was like three. So it was like 30 something dollars. And he pointed to where he got them from and it said like five bucks. So I'm like, did you move these? It's like, who, who puts these there? What are the chances? And it's like, I don't like assign and send to somebody, but it was like, that was real suspect. Like I could have swore I walked past there and didn't see him. But like we had to give it to him. Got very different. Dog. Like you built. Ours was cool. He he died though. Oh dang! Tragic. He got murdered. But rest in peace. Oh. <laughs> rest in peace, man. That's, that's life. But yeah, so. It was cool, but I guess that's the only real example I had. Outside of that, like, I don't really do anything. The authorities don't do anything to me. Like, I haven't needed to go against them for any reason. Uh, he follows the status quo. He's a nerd. I don't care about the status quo. I do things that work out for me or the people that I care about. My G, I've openly called myself a communist. He's a cool one. I've, I've said I was a part of a clan at lunch. You different. That is close though. Nothing to me. Honestly, like people, like the thing is though, like you can say you a part of the clan. People laugh like it's a joke. People say, like I say, uh-huh. I'm, I'm a Trump supporter. People think I'm in the clan. Funny how that works. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I got a lot of looks from genuinely concerned people. It's the way you speak though, like you say it, and, like you real genuine. Plus, you ain't afraid to drop the N word with the R at the end. <laughs> you right. You're right. you a different breed for all that. I can't say I support all that notion. <laughs> and that's, that's understandable, you know. It's not for everybody. I kind of stopped, though. Like, I've really cut down on a lot of the edgy things that I did in school. Yeah. I'm going to blame quarantine. You were kind of emo, bro. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Wrong with that. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Being emo kind of weird, bro. It's not wrong to be weird. Is it wrong? It's not wrong to be weird, but is it wrong to be emo? Maybe. 
Wow. Imagine, imagine caring about the status quo. Oh, my God. Is it, though? Because it's like nowadays being emo and sad is cool. I mean, if you listen to that music, it, otherwise, no. Now, it's, now, it, now if you hate yourself, it's just quirky. <laughs> you hate to see it. You hate to see it. It would be quirky as soon as I moved away from it. Bro, there was like this joke, right, on Instagram. And it was this dude's like me walking up to the god girl, slapping her wrist, and be like, I like you, cuts G. <laughs> it's terrible. I wish I did laugh. Oh, I didn't get it. Why would you do that? <laughs> yo, <laughs> yeah, yo. yo. That hit me on so many levels, but I still alive. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, I'm glad. It, I'm I'm glad it was 2020 because I knew a couple people that I would walk up and do that too in 2019. Oh. I know people that I would walk up and do that too. That's how it was bad. Because I know how I do it. You go, <laughs> you go in the hell. You are too. I ain't do it. I, I just laughed. I wasn't. <laughs> I, I didn't do it. I just laughed at the joke. But you wanted to. So did you. I didn't want to. I just want wood. I ain't say I wanted to per se. But I just said I know a couple people that I could, and that's that's terrible. But also, kind of both some villains. I'm an anti-hero. Same thing. Mm-hmm. No, it's not really. I didn't say it's the same thing. I said I'm the same thing. Oh, listen, start listening. You ain't have all that, all that, all that fire alarm beeping in your background. What fire? What fire? You know what? I might be a villain. But snap you out of existence. <laughs> I mean, there's a 50 50 chance that you might snap Cass out. So, like, wait a minute, wait a minute. It's a 33% chance that you'll snap yourself out. <laughs> what are you talking about? Bro, you just imagine, oh, imagine Thanos my... snapping, he delete himself. <laughs> that would have been better. That would have been more powerful. That would have been hilarious. <laughs> That's how the movie it ends. Like... He just, but he would have succeeded, and the glove gets snapped out of existence too. That would have been hard. Like he just nah, like the, like he snaps and stuff. And like the, he disappears, and the glove just drops to the ground. Oh. <laughs> and that's how the movie. We don't even need him. In- in- <laughs> they just like yeah, next movie wouldn't even matter. It would. It wouldn't be able to exist really because they could just come and do it at the end of the movie, like post credits. That'd be hilarious. And then Hulk could have did it, and then just like his arm would have been gone, but we still would have had our boy, the golden child. Just Thanos snap, he disappears. That is great. Someone should do like a a parody of that. <laughs> I feel like it's been done before. It has to be. I hope it has. We gotta find it. A good place to check is how it should. All right, been. since we're on the topic of Thanos. I support that, but like, which Thanos did y'all like more in the movies? You know, we got we got twenty sixteen Thanos or twenty eighteen Thanos. Which one did you like more? I prefer the Thanos copter. Yeah, that's when that's the Thanos that came into Endgame. No, no, it's not. It's twenty fourteen. That's what I meant to say. I'm not here. Yeah, this is a Marvel fanboy. He will kill you. Wait, 
Infinity War came out in 2016, right? Infinity War came out in 2018, my G. What? Endgame came out in 20... I'm sorry. I, I'm not here. I, I for sure said uh, Brains was part of New Music to be Murdered by. You can tell. Um, but like 2014 Thanos or 2019? No, 18. Yeah, 2018 Thanos. It'd be easier if you say Infinity War Thanos or Endgame Thanos. I go by years, but yeah, that works. You too. failed. I did. <laughs> I definitely did. Mm, so, uh, I prefer Infinity War Thanos because he was less arrogant, less uh, driven by the idea of success. Because the problem with Endgame is that he he saw himself win. Just assume, like, yeah, this is this is what's gonna happen. That's just that. Can you blame him, though? Because no, yes, yeah, I can. Because in, in Infinity War, he just seemed so much smarter. Like he didn't he didn't kill any of the main characters. Well, I mean, he me killed Gamora, but like that was the only real murder he did was before he snapped. Uh, like he he That's he, so he would Vision isn't a person. That's messed up, dog. Vision isn't a person. Because the thing about it is that Vision can be recreated with or without the Mind Stone. Yeah, that's true. He could have killed Tony Stark, but he didn't. He could have killed Captain America, but he he could have killed everybody. He could have killed Thor, and he didn't. He left him there. That's tough. He killed Loki because he betrayed him. He betrayed him um, sometime before. He could have killed Hulk, but he let him live. He bodied Hulk though. That was a he, beautiful match. Right it was there. so. It was so much that could have happened, but he didn't do it. But when Endgame Thanos came around, he was like everybody dying. <laughs> he didn't. <care. laughs> it was like it was like he knew like the fourth wall. Like if he killed the main character, then all of a sudden everybody just gets a power up or something. To be fair though, like twenty, uh, like Infinity War Thanos had like five years worth of. Like character development and just his life, like that was five years that he grew as a person. So he was just more mature than twenty than like Endgame Thanos, who came straight from twenty fourteen. You know, actually, no, I think it was like more years in the context of the actual like like movies, right? Listen, if it ain't the Thanos copter, then it don't matter. No, the Thanos from twenty fourteen just came straight from twenty fourteen to twenty twenty nine. 2024 is more straight to 2025. You know, uh, he just wished him there. Uh, uh, yeah, like, well, I think that's yeah, a, that's a, a good time to end off the podcast, guys. Yeah, we learned a lot about Thanos. We also learned that me and Prince can be rather villainous. <laughs> rather villainous, yes. So, uh, you guys want to sign out? Like, anything you want to link? Or anything um, you want to say for your final thoughts? I mean, you, you should all read Divine Comedy and be enlightened. That boy made me like just a little bit more religious. Not gonna lie. Oh, wow. that's my only thing. Thank you for having me here again. Glad to see you, man. You're welcome anytime. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna remember that. <laughs> I think we have one more podcast episode before 2021, so we'll see what we do next week. Uh, Fair enough. Anything you got to say, Prince, before I wrap it up? Mm-hmm.
All right. Well, guys, thank you so much for watching the Rebranding American Culture Podcast. I have been Corin, along with my co-host Prince and our guest Kaz. We are now on Spotify. We're still waiting for Apple Music. So we're still on Spotify. We are on YouTube, on Google Podcasts. So check us out there. You know, do a subscribe. We rate us five stars, hopefully. And, you know, we're just going to keep bringing you better and bigger content as the years go by. And we're just going to keep improving. That's the focus. So signing out. We'll see you guys next time.